You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. because this week we have a special guest. Her name is Simi Polanski, and she is... Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. I'm sorry. That's okay. So Simi Polanski is co-founder of The Frock. How are you doing? Thank God. Very good. How are you doing? Great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. So please tell us, what inspired you and your sister to start your brand? When Chaya and we started this, this brand a couple of years ago, our initial vision was really to create clothing for ourselves that we felt were really impossible to find. Um, we were There was a huge gap in the market. We were very interested in fashion and we loved clothing with the high-end aesthetic, but it was impossible to find anything where the knees were covered and at the same time the elbows were covered and the collarbone was covered. And we were like, especially for a price point where we wanted clothing to wear every single day. So we were like, we're missing this dress in our closet. Let's make this dress. And at the time, we had a consignment business, and there were so many women that would come in and would give them a blazer and would say, well, you just kind of need this dress underneath. And would say, they'd say, well, this is one too short. This one's too long. I have to add a sleeve here and do this um, additions here. And we are like, okay, let's just make this dress. We know that we really need it. So that was really the impetus behind our brand when we first started. Wow. And how would you describe your brand and the clothes that you sell? I would say today we have we design clothing that combines easy wearability for women who are interested in clothing that provides more coverage, that doesn't compromise on style, affordability, and wearability. And definitely, I feel like in today's market, for sure, it's becoming more and more popular, you know, having modest clothing and trying to keep it fashionable and more full coverage. Like you said, you know, you want you want the best of both worlds. A hundred percent. And that's primarily, like when we design our clothing, we really want it, the whole idea is that the connection between fashion and modesty should really be seamless. I want someone who is interested in a more modest look to be like, oh, I can totally wear that and I don't have to add anything to it. I don't have to layer anything with it to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I can buy that without thinking about it. And I also want a woman who doesn't necessarily feel like they want to cover up, but they like the aesthetic because it fits in with a modern woman's lifestyle to be able to wear it as well and feel comfortable with it. So it's a lot about wearability and versatility, but still being, you know, modern and chic. Yes. And it's really special that you get to work, you know, with your sister. So do you share the same fashion sense? Yeah, a lot of people ask us that all the time. They say, do you fight with your sisters? And I, one of the biggest, it's a wild blessing that we have because I don't feel like it exists so often where families work together and it's so the synergy is just so seamless. So of course we, we're human beings and we're sisters and we, we have like little kinks in our relationship, but we are so blessed to have a very, like, like I said, seamless, really strong relationship and 
Kaya and I have very different um, personalities. She's more calm and I'm more, I would say, let's say much more high energy, but we really balance each other out. And that comes to play a lot in our designs and we create little sticking colors because I'll choose something and she'll be like, no, let's go for this. And it's not even like it's an argument. It's more of like a complimentary discussion that comes together. And we're really lucky that we do have this relationship and it works well in so many spheres. I mean, we've also evolved and grown. In the beginning, I would say when there was something that we had to discuss, where there was a personal relationship, it would come to play in our, in our business. And we've, through like the years of working together and being together, we've grown as individuals and grown together as partners and figured out how we can express ourselves and communicate in healthy ways without making, without it ever feeling like it's a make or break or without it ever feeling like, oh my God, how do we disagree? It's never like that. It's really just like, okay, I want to hear your view. I want to hear your view, Lexi, because we both understand it's for the betterment of both of us and the company in general. So thank God. It's really awesome. And we have like an awesome time together and I couldn't imagine working with anyone else. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. And and you grew up in Sydney, Australia. So did the environment and that atmosphere influence your aesthetic? I would say 100%. When we were growing up in Australia, we grew up in a really beachy, laid-back suburb called Koji. And in the beginning, when we first came to New York around like 12 years ago, we moved to the Chabad community in Crown Heights, and we definitely had a reputation for dressing out of the box. It was very different looking. Our approach to style and how we dress was very different. It incorporated tons of layering, which is a little bit, which has become more mainstream now. But back then, the way we dressed and just approached style was so different. People would be like, oh, my gosh, who are you? I could never dress like that. But it was also it was also in a fun, exciting way. It was like, oh, I want a little bit of what you're having. So we did start our own brand. It was like, oh, I love your style. Let me have a little bit of that. How can you share that? And we were so excited to share this approach because it was really fresh at the time. So you did. You were definitely pioneers for sure. In that, I would I would say I would say yes. In a in a, like a proud, excited way. And I'm so, it's like an honor to be able to um, add what we've added and started to the modest fashion community. Like I do feel honored that we were like chosen to be in this position where we are. And I remember the first time when Kai and I wore pants under a dress, it was like, it was, it was kind of like an uproar. And people were, so many people were upset and sad and um, people were like, how could you introduce this item of clothing to our daughters? And high in our attitude was that we are here to bridge a gap between our spirituality. We're here to bridge a gap between our spirituality. Sorry, I don't know if that got caught. We're here to bridge a gap between our spirituality and what we, and our creativity and the clothing we want to wear and the clothing we're seeing in the magazines and we want to make it attainable for us too. And we know that if this is something that we feel that we want, if our daughters want this too, we don't want it to seem taboo or unreachable or unattainable. And so us wearing pants was never about breaking out in a negative way. It was, a, it was about how can we incorporate more of our spiritual lifestyle in a positive way without like pushing one back. It was about like inc- incorporating both at the same time. And it's been like that ever since. And I think because that was the, 
that was really the drive between what we what we did and it is the drive between what we wear behind what we wear every day that's why it's being so well received in an honest way because people are like oh this is why you're doing it you're doing this to bring more light and you're doing this to include more people and you're doing this because you want more positivity towards the the faith aspect of what you're doing, then that's why it's still here how it is today and growing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because obviously, you know, modesty means different things to a lot of people. So, right. and that's, it's just part of that whole conversation and you're wanting, you're basically trying to give that to people like the option, like, oh, you know, this, there, there's, there's more out there. They could feel good in what they're wearing. They could still be, right. you know, stylish or whatever you want, you know, fashionable, but still feel amazing. So, and yeah, thank you. In terms of your design process, how do you go about that? I would say for the most part, it really comes from like in an eight sense of what are we missing from our wardrobe. And when I say me, I'm talking about my friends, my friends' friends, my mom, her friends, like conversations we have with women because today there is so much fashion available. Um, There's a lot of modest fashion available. And what we really want is that women to be able to look into their closet in the morning and not have to think about what they're going to wear, not have to think about how it's going to hold up. And we want to do that without compromising on quality, without compromising on the ability for it to be fashion-oriented and with the ability for it not to be transseasonal and for women to be able to wear it to work and then to drop off. Uh, Well, I would say drop off and then to work and then to dinner and then even out to dinner with their friends or their boyfriend or their spouse or whoever it is. We really take into account, the uh, I would say, the living lifestyle of what of the women that are wearing our clothing want. Yeah, and for example, you know, you have your your mix and match 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 collection. Oh, yeah, and, I'm wearing that right now. I just did a story on that right now. I'm about to go out to dinner, and I wore two of the pieces today. I switched another piece. I was wearing a turtleneck with a long slip skirt and like blundstones because it was raining today. And I was like, you know what? I want to put on a pair of heel boots. But so I kept on the top. I I changed the slip skirt. And just with a change of the skirt length and the pair of shoes, I was ready for tonight. Yeah. So, and that's, that's amazing. I mean, it's great to just be able to find things in your closet, you know, and you all of a sudden they become new again to you because you just pair them with something else and you're like, oh, okay. You know, and there's like, it's like a whole new outfit. Right. This is, this actually should go, it, this actually goes against, I would say my business, but when I designed a skirt that I brought out three years ago, I want our customers to still be able to wear it today. And what I do is I'll introduce it in another season in a new color or in a new fabric, but it's the same silhouette that they wore three years ago. It's not fast fashion. I want them to wear it and be like, oh, I'm still wearing the signature slip dress that I bought three years ago for my friend's wedding. And I still wear it now with a sweater. And if I'm in the mirror, I still wear it to a wedding. So I do want, and I, like I said, I want people to be able to wear it for long periods because it does, it is able to stand up for many seasons. And it's about just like adding different pieces and sometimes we'll design different layering pieces to add to it or bring it out in different colors so people can have more options. And definitely your pieces have a very easy to wear vibe with more of a high-end aesthetic like for example the um your shirt dress and your customized tee so is there a way would you recommend how would you recommend dressing up some of those pieces i would literally just change up a pair of shoes 
and maybe I don't know, like a more dressy blazer, but really it's it's really about if you want to change up a basic piece, it's just about the accessories. So if you're not someone who likes to wear heels, then a more dressy flat with a nicer, a dressier blazer instead of a more casual cardigan that can instantly like uplift an outfit. And I'm totally into that. Right. Or just throwing on like a beautiful necklace or, you know, whatever it is. Um, totally. Totally. Like so in terms of your company in general, what have there been challenges? Oh, every day. Every day there's challenges because as a company grows and I would say the biggest thing that I've learned is that challenges are so not only normal, but they're amazing. Because when a few years ago, when I was afraid of a challenge, I'd be like, oh my goodness, we, we made a mistake in a fabric order and we lost all this money and I would freak out. I'd be like, oh, we have to close the company, close the company. And now I'm at the place where if, if we hadn't made mistakes back then, let's say that involved a huge fabric order that went wrong, I would never know how to be more precise about ordering fabrics and how to be more specific when choosing fabrics. And every mistake I learn, I don't have freak out attacks. I'm like, okay, this is part of growth. This is part of business. It's taking me to the next step. It's making me understand how I need to ask myself more questions, how I might need to slow down or realize that it's okay. Like no one's trajectory of growth is just all the way up. It's going to be up and down. And it's about me understanding how to take those downs and how to figure out how I can make it the most up that I possibly can. Yeah, and it, I mean, I'm thinking about it's kind of like, you know, when you have your first kid and you're overthinking everything and you're freaking out and you're go running over and checking, you know, in the crib, oh, is the baby, yeah. you know, whatever. So it's a hundred percent. It's a different, it's, yeah, it's a different reaction and attitude towards very similar situations and it makes me approach it differently. And it just enables me to be much more calm and, and have more foresight when I make choices and decisions. So, yeah. And in terms of your the actual pieces, what are your favorite pieces from your line? I would say, and I've been saying this for a very long time, my the original signature slip dress that I made, um, that was like the second, third dress that we came out with that's been my favorite item. It just, when we designed it, the whole point was how to modify, I just made that word up. Well, I didn't just, but how to modify the sleeveless slip dress because the sleeveless slip dress that was had its heyday in the 90s is everyone's still wearing it when they go out black tie event casual event wherever however and I said I don't always want to have to add on top underneath something to make it workable I want it just as seamless and as brainless in the best way possible meaning I don't want to have to put that much brain power into it when wearing it so we, cre- we created a dress with sleeves that didn't compromise on the aesthetic where it could just like slip into any occasion or into any I would say season as well so it's still I would say my best dress because I could wear it to a gala dinner now with a pair of heels and a great blazer take it off and it's just like easy and done so that's my best dress what would you say is the favorite part of running your business the favorite part of running my business I I literally took I literally feel blessed that I am able to do something where my hands are able to touch fabric and I'm, I'm able to release my creativity. I feel like I'm have taken cloth and dresses and taken it beyond just what we wear and it's evolved into this snowball community of women who I've met who I am constantly inspired by. And so I am lucky enough to say that I have a job that allows me the freedom to do what I love, make an impact, and receive the impact of other inspiring women 
every single day. And I feel like that's a massive blessing, and I don't take it for granted. And in terms of the future of the frog, what are your goals? Because of where it's taken us in terms of a global community, I want the voice of, I want our voice, which is, I'm a woman. If this is what I decide I want to wear, and if this is going to make me happier, and if this is going to impact women in a real way where they feel like this is me, but it's not just about clothing and I can, and I can share my story and my truth and it empowers them to be themselves and the best version of themselves, then the sky's the limit of where we can, the sky's the limit of where we can grow because I want to keep connecting to women wherever they are and share our passion and our story. And that is something that doesn't stop and it just continues to help women be really just comfortable being themselves. So the sky's the limit to that. And we're gonna travel the we're gonna travel the world and keep going. Wow. Well we're very excited for the future of the frock and thank you so much for joining Thank you so much. Have a thank you for night. having me. Thank you. I I'm so honored to that you asked us and I'm excited for this to continue. So thank you so much. Have a great night. You too. No. Stop.